0: hello and welcome to another episode of ma um fine it's lex i got a lot of shit going on currently today it's stormy it's rainy it's not a very exciting day but for those who care i got hired on at my firm so you know what that means remote work you know what that means travel and working and that means making money while traveling and that has been a goal of mine for a while so that's pretty exciting travel plans are still up in the air trying to figure out if I'm gonna be able to do Asia because of the borders and shit and if not I bought a rooftop tent which I'm gonna expand on in another episode because that was a whole fucking experience in itself um, and if I can't if I can't go international, I'm fucking traveling California. I'm doing my highway three ninety-five road trip and I uh, am putting that rooftop tent to use. So yeah, that's my travel update. Exciting things. So on this episode, I had a woman who had traveled to twenty-eight different countries plus and is just an Irish goddess, and I loved talking with her she told me so many things about different countries that have added to my bucket list and I hope you guys really enjoy listening to her travel stories as much as I did and so to just get right into it go into like a little bit of detail like about you like where you're from just so you know we know who Miss Aoife Kirby is
1: sure hello everyone hello listeners (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be serious.
0: Um, no, it's weird talking to people who might be there or who might not
1: be there. Yeah, I'm like, you're not real. Like, who, who's out there?
0: <laughs> but it's okay. The first couple of episodes, who's going to listen to them? You, me, a couple people, we're good. We're good.
1: So that's perfect. No, I'm Aoife. I'm from Ireland. And I met Lexi, your lovely host in Australia. I'm from Limerick in the west of Ireland. And now I live in Dublin. And yeah, when did we meet? We met like two years ago now.
0: Yeah, it's been forever. And I feel like we haven't like chatted or like catched up. I know. We'll like
1: slide into each other's DMs and be like, how are you? Miss you. But like
0: Well, that was why I was so excited when I reached out to you to come on the podcast. I know, like
1: a proper catch-up.
0: Yes, like a proper catch-up. You'll give me some facts and info about, you know, the world, and it's just going to be a really good time.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to try. I mean, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Okay, so when, like, did you
1: first start traveling? Well, I was born in London, so I guess since birth. No, I'm joking. (laughs) No, I'd say, like, my first proper trip like that wasn't like a family holiday was like when I went to Southeast Asia in college like one of the summers and that was like for longer than a week or two like it was for like seven or eight weeks I think yeah and I was like properly mind blown because it's like a whole different world over there like I was literally like what is this and I just had the best time and just got such a bug for like backpacking and then came back and I was like okay I need to like do that again immediately So that was probably when I like my first trip and I'd say that was when I was like 22 maybe it was so fun you don't really plan like you literally so we had our flight from Dublin to Bangkok booked and that was it like we were like okay we have our flight so we had our flight from Dublin to Bangkok booked and the one home booked for like seven weeks later but like nothing booked in between um because we just like looked it up and I don't know like read through blogs and talked to people that had done it and they were like no, you just arrive there, stay at a hostel, and you just get chatting to people in your hostel, and you're like, where should I go next? I think we stayed in Bangkok for like two or three days, and then we're like, where should we go next? Everyone was like, oh, go up north to Chiang Mai or like Pai, and spend a few days there, so we did that, and then we, like literally every hostel we arrived to, we just decided at the time which place to go next, which was the most amazing way to do it, so, you have a bit of a rough plan, like obviously, you have a list of like the places you want to hit the islands or whatever, but you're better off not to plan because, like, we sometimes we got to places like we got to like oh, Phi, and I think we were supposed to be there for like a night or something. And we were just like, Oh my god, that is not enough time because you'd, you'd like travel all the way there, and then we were like, Okay, we want to stay here for like three or four days. So you just really play it by ear so yeah no that's the best way to do it and it's so exciting because you're like where am I going right now I don't even know
0: okay I'm so happy that you told me that because I am doing the research but my main thing was like okay should I book my hostels like before should I did you just literally like get to a place and you're like all right we're gonna stay here like this is cool we found this
1: hostel we'll stay here so we like say if say when we were in Bangkok we were like okay we're gonna go to Chiang Mai next and then that night in the hostel we would book a hostel in Chiang Mai. So we knew where we were gonna go when we got there. Um, and like we just used hostel World for everything and they always had tons of hostels available. And it's really good, like they're obviously ranked by like location and how clean and stuff they are. But yeah, no, so like we would usually book it before we went, but basically like the night before we arrived. That's
0: good to know because in my planning process, I think that I am just going to make a list of everything that I've researched that I wanna do. But okay, that honestly, that is what I want to do. I just want to like bebop around and just like have, have my back and my pack and just go. Because I was thinking that too. I was like, oh my gosh, what if I get to a place and then I'm like, I want to stay here longer, but then I'm supposed to be in another place. So
1: yeah, no, it's the best way to do it. And we did the same thing for Vietnam. So originally when we went over, we were like, okay, we're going to do like Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Lao. And at the end of it, we just did thailand and vietnam because we were having so much fun in those two places and like there's so much to see
0: okay so you recommend vietnam oh my
1: gosh vietnam is incredible like you have to do it it's amazing like we all like we had an amazing time in thailand and all the islands they were so much fun but everyone like there was five of us on the trip and we were all like no vietnam is our favorite like it was amazing
0: okay well then that sold it for me to do vietnam Okay, so when you were in Thailand and you made it to the South Islands, did you guys get to do a full moon party? So
1: we did a half moon party, which (laughs) sounds like a knockoff, but it was actually so fun. So the way our dates were lining up, we weren't going to make the full moon party, which is the one that's on the beach and everyone, you know, it's absolutely typical. Like everyone's in their UV paint and like drinking out of buckets and stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Buckets? yeah oh my god you know when you go to thailand and vietnam you like order a drink at the bar and it maybe costs like the equivalent of like five euro or five dollars or whatever which is pretty expensive for thailand and vietnam but i mean they give you a bucket filled with vodka and like a mixer of your choice and like if you have one of them you're gonna be gone but if you have two like you're fully blackout but like everyone just drinks <laughs> so
0: it's so funny that's so good to know that one's you're solid two's a blackout
1: oh no two is dangerous territory and like you wake up and you're just like what happened but um it's really fun
0: that's so good okay because I was like do I want to go to Cambodia do I want to go to Vietnam and also with like COVID and stuff I have to like because I don't think Laos is open I don't think Cambodia is open but I think Vietnam is open and so I think my plan is to do vietnam thailand malaysia and indonesia that's my plan that would be amazing and i looked on airbnb and there are like places in bali where you can rent out the whole thing for like 500 dollars. if i get tired of backpacking and i'm like not ready to go home yet but i just want to like chill for a minute i'm gonna hop skip and a jump to bali and just like hang out in one of those little bungalow places because what's so nice about my job now is that I don't have to worry about like completely draining my savings like I'll have an income
1: yeah 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 that'd be amazing that's ideal no that's literally on my bucket list to like go to Bali for a month and just like get one of those villas and work from there like I follow this girl on Instagram and she is renting this villa and I think it works out at like 30 euro a night which would be like expensive in Bali but like if you're making a good income it's not like it's not that much and I mean this place has like five bedrooms you know what I mean and you can get like smaller villas I feel like if you're going to Raleigh obviously if you want to meet friends and stuff like stay in a hostel but if you like it's definitely affordable to rent a full-on villa for your whole time there
0: I think that my biggest expense but even I looked out now like for for me to leave February 14th a one-way ticket to Bangkok Valentine's Day Mm, mm, mm would be <laughs> um, like $600 from Sacramento to Bangkok. Oh my God, that's so good. I'm going to do it.
1: I don't care what I got to do to do it, but I'm going to do it. It's honestly so exciting just arriving in Thailand being like, where am I going right now? Like, I don't know. It's so fun.
0: Okay, so how many countries have you been to?
1: I was trying, like, I was trying to count. Up, I was trying to remember and I, like, quickly looked at Google Maps. I, was like, super- I think it's 28, I think yeah but like we're in Europe right so like it's literally like I get on a flight for an hour and I'm like in a different country so it's a little bit different like remember when you're in when we were in Australia like it takes if you want to go away for the weekend or anything it's so much effort and it's so expensive like you could drive for three hours and be like I haven't really gotten anywhere like it's not or a flight was so expensive like to, to go to like Queensland for the weekend you were like those flights are really dear so like there was just more planning around it whereas like I don't know when you're in Europe it is just so much easier to get around like you the flights are cheaper you hop on one and you're in a different country within a couple of hours like it's amazing
0: oh I can get a work and holiday visa in Ireland but I want to come and visit
1: will you please come and do a visit because Ireland is so small that I could show you the whole of Ireland like in a matter of weeks like or like if you were even here for like a week, we would get so much ground coverage, honestly. Oh my
0: gosh. Well, I feel like I should do, we should do Ireland and then we should pick another country to go to.
1: Yes, a little Euro trip. Oh, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go in Europe? Like where's top of your list?
0: Oh, literally every, everywhere. Everywhere is the top of my list. But if I think I would have to choose, I
1: really want to do Amsterdam and like the Netherlands. Yeah, Amsterdam is a vibe. Yeah it's only a couple of hours on a flight I think and flights are usually like, really reasonable so everybody usually goes there for at least a weekend a year or something like it's it's really good yeah we'll do that oh my god that'd be so fun you can come to Dublin and then we'll go to Amsterdam
0: yeah oh okay we'll put that in the books but speaking of Ireland please tell me everything what is it like I feel like it is so beautiful <laughs> oh it's just I want to go to Ireland so bad and I love that accent
1: Yeah, you know, like that's the thing. I do love Ireland so much. Like, but you kind of have to leave and then come back to be like, no, this is great. Like, I feel like last year, or when is it now? It's only two years ago when I first came home from Australia and, you know, travel, like international travel was still banned, but, you know, the country itself was opening up. So we had to do loads of trips around Ireland for like summer holidays and stuff. And like, I had honestly seen so many places that I hadn't seen in years or, that like I would actually never seen like you know when you go traveling and someone's like oh you're from Ireland have you been to this place and I'm like no I actually haven't that's really embarrassing
0: that is literally how I feel about California but I I bought a rooftop tent because my I love like- that. Thing as well even though it's winter and I'm not even gonna be able to use it because when I come back home from Asia I'm gonna plan like a two-week I'm gonna plan a two-week trip with Ty and we're gonna do California and do like a big old road trip together so but that's what I thought and with COVID I was like okay if I was if California wasn't my home and like what would I be doing if I was visiting here and that is when I was like there's so much that I could be doing just here in my own backyard so I planned this whole road trip in California that I wanted do and I was like you know what there's a lot in California that I could just do but now I'm like all right Asia
1: yeah I know now this year I'm just kind of like no no I need to like get on a plane and go somewhere else but like no it is amazing like there's there is so much amazing things to do I feel like it's such a good trip and like Americans love coming over to Ireland for a few weeks they're just like wow this is amazing I'm like yeah it is it is it is pretty nice
0: Do you have any like top trips that you did in Ireland that just stick out the most? Because I love your Instagram. You just post what you want and it's always so aesthetically pleat. It's just so cute. It's just Aoife's Instagram. I love it. I, Because I remember one time you told me, she was like, I wonder if people get annoyed with my stuff. I was just
1: like, I feel like someone's just like, oh my God, well, she stopped? But then like, I'm over that now. I feel like that was a thing when I was just like. I don't even know why I cared about that. And I'm just like, I'm going to post whatever I want.
0: I love that because I just thought about who do I post for? Do I post for me? Or do I post for other people? And I, now I just post for myself. If you don't want
1: to see it, then don't follow me. Yeah, then block me. See if I care. Honestly.
0: <laughs> I only, like, my close friends. Like, I feel like my Instagram should only be my close friends.
1: I know. I feel that way because I'm, like, I'm actually posting as if my Instagram's like a photo album that I can look back on rather than being like, how many likes am I gonna get? But like, then you forget that you have like so many hundred people that you don't even know really that are following you. I'm like, oh. Like, should I remove all of them?
0: (laughs) I posted some, like, my little sexy pics from Halloween. Yeah, they were amazing. Thanks, thanks, thanks. But I didn't want everybody to see that because I, like, have people on my social media that I'm just like, oh, I don't think I can show you everything. And I don't want it to be like that. But I do like that idea. Make your Instagram like a photo album. For yourself I think that's so cute like I love the photo
1: dumps now like, oh same I like max them out every time I'm like oh only 10 okay I have to like whittle it down I'm like I would post like 25
0: <laughs> I love all the little reels that people do I just don't know how to make them
1: I know like, I've tried to like do it I just I don't know I I actually just think that I'm I've just been too lazy to make them like I I'll take the videos and I'm like okay let's put this all together and post and then I'm like oh it's just easier if I post a photo to be honest well, like <laughs> that is how I
0: feel I told my brother I was like okay gee because he's trying to like figure his whole life out and so if I'm traveling in in Ireland if I'm traveling in Asia I like legit might need help with like my Instagram and mom find content editing <laughs> like I will legit pay you I can't afford a lot but I will so pay you to like make the cool reels for me or like help me edit like all the little because I told him I was like I really need to, like, edit, edit my podcast, but, like, you can take out, like, the sniffles or, like, the gasps of air that, like, nobody wants to listen to. So I definitely think I'm going to need some help, like, when I'm gone because... I'll have to be like doing my firm work and recording and doing all of that. So I'm going to create.
1: And also seeing the country that you're in. (laughs) And
0: also like doing my travels because that was like another thing with the podcast. I just can't decide if I just want to like go and travel and record my episodes and then come home and then release them. Like, or if I want to like actually try to like be recording and editing and releasing.
1: I guess you'll do whatever feels right at the time. Like, if you're like, no, I really want to get these out, then he'll post a few.
0: I'm going to try to see if I can manage both. But if I can't, then I'll just release it like a TV show. And then release all those episodes at once.
1: That's good, because people can, like, flick through which one is relevant to them. Like, if you're like, this one's about going to Ireland, people will be like, no, I don't care about that. Whereas they can be like, <laughs> they can choose... <laughs> I don't want to listen to that weird Irish girl oh. yeah what was her name Eofi <laughs> that's not even a real name like what
0: <laughs> no I love your name Aoife it just doesn't it's not spelled it does make pronounce. sense
1: to anyone outside Ireland sorry did you ask me something way back about Ireland must see's
0: Oh yeah, your must-sees. Just like any trips that like stuck out the most that you did. That like if somebody was going to come and visit that you would be like, oh, you have to do Okay, well,
1: if you're coming to Ireland, then you are most likely flying into Dublin. So you should definitely do like a night out dinner. Like that's where all the good restaurant hotspots are, like the best bars. Definitely do a night out and do a bit of sightseeing in Dublin. But an absolute must for Ireland is like County Kerry is stunning. It's south of Ireland It's crazy, like it's just beautiful, like the landscapes are amazing, has some amazing towns with like colorful pubs and live music. Yeah, so it's amazing. And this is this town called Dingle there, and it's so much fun. Like in normal times, it's such a fun town. And then down around that area as well, you have like West Cork, Cork, and another town called Kinsale. Um, there are probably some highlights, like they're just, they're just amazing if you wanted to come to Ireland and you only had like a week and you wanted to get the real experience I would recommend those two places a lot definitely
0: for sure for sure I feel like is Ireland like a good place to road trip
1: yeah because like my hometown is Limerick on the west of Ireland and to get to Dublin which is the east which is completely the other side it takes two hours so like it's so small that like you can get anywhere like Dublin to Kerry is like maybe three and a half four hours because you're like going down south but even that like people get in the car and they're like oh such a long trip and I'm like I'm sorry have you ever done a road trip in Australia you're like you like look up google maps and you're like oh nine and a half hours not bad yeah in the US are you kidding me if I
0: I could drive nine hours and still be in the same state exactly whereas
1: like within a few hours you've basically seen the entirety of Ireland so I mean yeah yeah it's a very good place for a road trip
0: does Ireland have any like crazy dishes? Because I remember in Australia, like meat pies, Tim Tams, Vegemite. Those are the things that I think about when I think
1: about like food. Okay. Yeah. Like I wouldn't exactly be saying Ireland has many traditional amazing dishes mm-hmm. because like all traditional Irish food, I'm kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> because, <laughs> but we have like bacon and cabbage. We have um, like Irish stew it's not a stereotype potatoes would be very involved like but I guess because like Ireland didn't exactly historically like wasn't the wealthiest country so it was very much like from the root veggies and like whatever they could you know muster up for not that much money so now the traditional dishes are are you know not very exciting but people love them you know or like if you go out for like a nice roast dinner like in a or like pub food like it can be really good but an Irish specialty when you're hungover is to get a chicken fillet roll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's like a roll <laughs> with like, oh yeah, with a, with a with a breaded chicken fillet in it and like ketchup mm. and whatever. Um, yeah, that's probably our biggest delicacy, to be honest with you. But yeah, no, like the food and the restaurants and stuff in Ireland are obviously amazing, but like traditional Irish food wouldn't exactly it wouldn't be my favorite but you know could be someone's definitely give it a go
0: yes i will for sure give all those things a go but to move on you just went to greece oh I know it was
1: amazing so
0: tell me everything literally i just want to know everything how'd you get there like did you just hop around the islands like on a boat
1: yeah yeah so we actually only did two islands we did we were there for like nine days and we did santorini and mykonos in hindsight we were probably in mykonos for a little bit too long we were there for like maybe like seven days but like it's so expensive just compared to mainland Greece which is like not that dear at all like Mykonos it's because it kind of became like a celebrity island like with all the beach clubs and like Kendall Jenner and stuff was there like last you know you'd go to a beach club and they're like this is where Kendall Jenner was like a few weeks ago and you're like okay so it's like expensive but we went to Santorini and Mykonos and Santorini is so stunning it's absolutely beautiful like the island itself is just like this lump of rock and then there's just this like beautiful town sitting on top of it it's so amazing and we did two days there now I will say like there was like four girls and it's a very kind of like coupley place it's very romantic like you can obviously be there with your friends and we, we just like our hotel was gorgeous so we just hung out at the pool and went out for like early dinners and drinks but like after two days we were kind of like ready to move on to maybe like a slightly livelier island but it is absolutely beautiful and then making us is so much fun. Like it's amazing.
0: How are the people like and like how are Greek people? Because I've like heard some like in Athens specifically that people can be like kind of like mean, but when you were like on like they're just like not that friendly. <laughs> is that true? Or is that a lie? No, not where we were. They
1: were all everyone was really, really nice. Um yeah, like everyone in restaurants and everything was so nice, like waitresses, waiters, like and the hosts of our hotels were were so nice as well so yeah no I couldn't fault them they, they didn't it they went rude to us so how was like all the Mediterranean
0: food because Mediterranean
1: food is my favorite food the food was great like again if you like it's kind of like anywhere like if you go off the beaten track a little bit and find restaurants that are like more traditional and like on the side streets rather than you know when you search best restaurants in Mykonos because they're so focused on being like really bougie and like Obviously they're they're amazing looking when you go there, but it might not necessarily be the best food. But then when you go into the town itself and you find restaurants kind of off the beaten track, you have more traditional food. Oh my God, we went to this amazing place as well. So when you're in Mykonos, the thing to do is rent quad bikes because everything's kind of separated out. So when you're in Santorini, everything's pretty much well, if you're like you'd usually book somewhere that's within walking distance of the town. Whereas in Mykonos, everything's kind of spread out. So you can stay in the town, but a lot of the accommodation and beach clubs are like at different points of the island so we rented quad bikes to get us around for the few days and it was just the best way to see the island but we went out one day to this like little restaurant it was on the other side of the island isolated by itself it had like no electricity everything was cooked like on a barbecue like fresh seafood mm-hmm. and there was this guy it was called Kiki's Tavern and it was this big guy this big Greek guy wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and he basically got there and he's like there's two sittings one at- 12 30 and one at 3 30 and you had to queue up and when you were queuing up to get in he was like go for a swim and there's this like tiny private beach and he'd be like yeah one of your friends stay here but you can go down for a swim and like you'd go down for a swim and while you're waiting in the queue he's going around like handing out free rosé and then you get in and like just the most amazing views overlooking this little beach and like everything was like cooked fresh off a barbecue like with no electricity in the restaurant and we were like this is living this is living. That
0: is the place that you're going to remember. Like, yeah. yes, the fancy, fancy restaurants with the good view and like those super nice, but that's the place that you're going to remember. Yeah, it's so awesome.
1: absolutely. It was called Kiki's Tavern. Kind of like a word of mouth sort of thing. And then people, like we arrived and we're like, I wonder if anyone's going to be here. And there was like a huge queue. People just being like, oh, how'd you hear about the place? But um, yeah, no, it was amazing. We'd definitely recommend.
0: That's so awesome. I think of Mama Mia all the time. You know, when
1: you watch movies and you're like, and then say if you watch a movie about Paris, right? And obviously Paris is stunning, but like then you get there and you're like, oh, this wasn't exactly like it looked like in that movie. Greece is like that, like it. Greece is like just as stunning in person. Like when you're watching a movie, you're like, that is literally what it's like. So yeah, amazing. Would highly recommend.
0: I need to go to Greece. I'm like, oh, I just. I want to do all of Europe. There's just so much I want to do and I get stressed, stressed out thinking about everything that I want to do. You know what's
1: such a good way to do Europe as well? We did it a few years ago. We went interrailing. We got like a train pass and we went for three weeks and I think we did 10 countries in the space of the three weeks and like you literally get this train pass. Sometimes we didn't stay in hostels and we literally got the night train to the next place. Yeah, it was just the most amazing way and it was so much fun. Like it was just so much fun. So that's a really good way. If you like if you have a shorter time span and you want to just hit countries for like a night or two and then move on on the train to the next one for pretty affordable Interrailing is the way to go it's so good
0: okay I think I would want to do that because I would like have the time to just take my time because the the pass that you get you can like can you hop on and off the train at any time yeah I think
1: I, you might have to book them so it's your pass and then you go on to the train thing the train schedule and book yourself on just to make sure you'll get a place but you can literally decide that like the day of or the day before or whatever. And yeah, it will get you there. So, but like, I think if you have a train going to a country, you might be able to get off and get back on.
0: Oh yes. I'm so into that. But I think that's a good tip to like sleep on the train so that you don't have to pay for a hostel. Cause I always look at like, Oh, what flights can I get a red eye? So then I'm like sleeping on the plane, you know, to
1: save a couple bucks. Yeah, exactly. You know, Sometimes it's hit or miss. Like we literally got on a night train before and went in and it was like, you know those freaking cabins in Harry Potter where like people are facing each other <laughs> and I was facing this random man and I was like like what and like we were expected to sleep that way and then you could have other ones where you literally have like a little bed where you just climb in and that's the dream you're like oh that's perfect this could be a five-star hotel right now like it's, it's, beautiful. <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's a place to sleep oh, okay yeah I I can see um yeah, I don't think I could sleep like that. You didn't have like any place to lay down. No, because
1: there was, like three of us, and then oh. we were like sitting beside each other because we someone like I don't want to sit next to a random man. Like, no, so we were sitting yeah. next to each other. Yeah, and those nights nice, you wouldn't really sleep, but you know it's worth it.
0: Yeah, that's it. You're like delusional. Yeah, something. yeah. Like, oh, but we're here.
1: Yeah, we made exactly. it.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. I want like I don't I don't know if there's something out there but I just wish that there I need something different than a neck pillow to like sleep on an airplane that could really like support like I just don't I don't I don't know what's out there but I think there should be something better yeah well there's a
1: market for it you should get taken or invent that shit
0: okay okay yeah I'll get right on that I'll add that to my to-do list of things that I have to do before we move on to Australia, I just want, is there anything about Europe? Like favorite country? I love
1: Barcelona and Spain. I think it's amazing. Oh, okay, I've been to Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. I just love that city. I think it's so great. Yeah, I'm just the architecture there. It's just incredible. I'm like, this is amazing. Like it's so cool. And then where else do I love? Croatia is amazing. Croatia is a really beautiful country. Like Dubrovnik Old Town is stunning. It looks like fresh out of Game of Thrones like and I know it was filmed there so that obviously makes sense but when you're there you're like this literally looks like you're You're like I live in medieval times right now and then like making your way all up the coast and to all the beaches like it's just it took me by surprise like how stunning it was like I heard really good things but like it's amazing so I love it and oh my god I don't know like I don't know Europe's just great
0: I was at a point where, because I was like, okay, what if I did Europe instead of Asia? But I think in the sense of like, Europe is going to stay Europe, I think. And I feel like Asia, like the more people that travel to it, the more people that go to it, it's going to get more touched and it won't be like as the same. Absolutely, yeah. I really want to do Asia and like experience it now. And then I could go do Europe. I
1: feel like it's also like a weirder time to do Europe because, you know, we won't mention the C word, but like you know things are just going in and out of restrictions left right and center like you don't know what could happen at borders like it's just a bit of a mess and plus it's a much more expensive trip like if you're going to on a trip yeah. to europe it's going to be very expensive so
0: but I'm so excited okay Oz because that is where we met oh my gosh so you've you've done some traveling you've bebopped around the world a bit what made you want to go to Australia what was like all right yeah that's gonna be next and I'm gonna move out there
1: yeah like honestly like I kind of just had in my head that I wanted to move somewhere and in my head I was like mm, like maybe originally I was like maybe Canada just because so many people go there and they just it just it's easy to get a visa and then i was like or australia and then it was literally like the middle of january in ireland which is such a depressing time of year because like christmas is so fun and then you're just like this anti-climax in january where it was just raining and cold and horrible and i was like no i was like this isn't it and then my friend was like yeah i'm moving to australia in november and i was like what and then she literally just WhatsApp that to me. Jade, you met Jade. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was like, I'm moving to Australia in November. Like she was just telling me her news and I literally replied being like, I'm coming. And it was such a quick decision. But I was like, this is handy because it doesn't take a lot of like deliberating and thinking on my part. I was like, well, now I know that like one of my good friends is going there. I'll just go with her. And I was like, Australia sounds good. So yeah. And then literally like a few months later, I was like, okay, no, this is actually happening. And it was all a very quick decision, but like, I don't know, just what I'd seen of Australia and like friends that I knew that lived in Sydney already. I was like, it's one of those places where I feel like, you can just tell when you get there you're gonna love it like it's not really it didn't take much convincing well
0: that's nice that you like had friends like out there already and you because you because when I moved out I owe parrot. so I had like my home a job all like secured you what you did you're like now nah, I'm gonna go with backpack and then I'm just gonna figure everything out because
1: you just totally established yourself there yeah and that was that was like scary I feel like it's scary when you actually get to the country so like when we got to Sydney and like got to the hostel and like a few days had passed where the novelty of like we were like we're in Australia and like we're staying on a hostel next to the beach when that were like we're off I was like oh my god I have to find a job and a house now like I was just like okay and I have to figure out a life here like I'm not on a holiday like I'm trying to set my life up so yeah that was yeah like it was I don't know it's a bit of like it was a bit of a shock when you actually get there um because I was so used to like going on a trip and being like well I'm coming back in X amount of weeks or whatever. Whereas this time I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know what kind of job I'm going to get. I'm just spending the money that I have. And like, right when you get to Australia, obviously, you think you're going to have way more money than you do. Like, you just start spending it so quickly and having so much fun. And then you look at your bank account and you're like, okay, this money is going down fast. But yeah, no, Australia is obviously
0: amazing. I want to go back. My host family has invited me to come back next September. Ooh. And I want to go back. But I want, oh, I just would love to live in Sydney. Like I literally started looking at apartments in Bondi Junction. I was like, really? I loved Eva's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I loved her location. It was like the perfect location because you're close to Bondi, but it's not too far. from yeah. getting into yeah. like... So I started looking there, but I can't afford it because I got shocked because at first because here we do like month to month And then there it's like week. Yeah and So at first I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. Yeah. And then I was like, that's a
1: week I know. Yeah, it's weird that they do it that way. They have to pay rent like once a week I'm like, that's a bit excessive.
0: So how was finding an apartment cuz like I figured that was like your first thing was like Okay, now we've be around probably should find a place to like actually live. Yeah, it was
1: actually it wasn't too bad like we basically like you can kind of get caught in a trap of you could arrive to, to Sydney and end up spending your first few weeks or month in a hostel just because you're like being really casual about how, something and but like when we got there that was our priority so like straight away we were on like flatmates flatmates.com or Irish around Sydney on Facebook like there was like 60,000 people in that group like and it's not just Irish people it's just become a thing where like anybody and everyone just joins that group and people are always posting up apartments and that kind of a thing so we just, in within like our first couple of weeks, did so many viewings. Like we used to just bus it around Sydney, going to all these viewings. And sometimes you'd get there and it was like loads of other groups there. They were just like, okay, I probably don't have a hope of it. And then, yeah, it was like a few days in and we went to one. And it was in like Alexandria, like Green Square kind of area. But yeah, so finding apartment wasn't too bad. And we were kind of looking for a short lease because... We didn't want to commit to something too long because like we were like, well, we are looking for jobs. but We want to be able to like go travel in a few months as well if we want to. Or like we arrived to Sydney very much being like, if we're not feeling Sydney in a few months, maybe we'll move to Melbourne. Like, you know, so we got like a three month, we got like a three month lease in Sydney and which was ideal. And then after that, one of the girls went off traveling, the other girl up the East Coast. And then one of the girls went to do her farm work and I stayed on and moved to that Bondi Junction apartment because I had a six-month contract with my job
0: oh yeah how did you find your job
1: um I think oh I found it on just like a I think it was called seek.com just like a job site I just kept applying like I must have applied for like hundreds of jobs and eventually got one so yeah I think I got that after like about a month of being there so it depends like obviously if you go over and you want to pick up like bar work or cafe work, you'll get it a lot quicker. But I was like, I kind of want to stay in what I qualified in and what my experience is in. So it took a bit more time for me to, to get it. But still, a month isn't bad. Like, that's... No,
0: that's not bad at all. What did you do? What did you get your job in?
1: Um, I was doing management consulting for like a tech company. Mm-hmm. So just like project management kind of stuff. so yes, it was good. So I didn't feel like I was like moving away and not continuing my career. Like I kept it up while I was there and got really great experience from it so then when I came back like I have two really good jobs that I had when I was there that like were in what I um, did in college and what I qualified in so that was good so you stayed with that job till you went backpacking yeah so I I got this six-month job first and then when that ended that's when I went to the east coast and then after the east coast I came back and got the other job so it was perfect like for the month when I came home after the East Coast, I was like, my money had seriously depleted. I didn't have a job, but like rent was still due. So I was literally like, oh my God, I need to find a job. Like I used to just get over every day, like go get a coffee, lie in a park, like apply for lo- hundreds of jobs and like eventually got another one, which was which was fine. I feel like it's not that hard to get jobs in Australia. Um, like I've never re- heard of anyone going out there and getting really stuck or not being able to get a job. Like, I think it'd be so different if you came over to Ireland on a working holiday visa and had no job or anything lined up. I think you'd have a much, much harder time getting something. And I think it would take a lot longer, whereas in Australia, I feel like it I think there's just more opportunities.
0: No, yeah, that's good. That's good because I was like thinking like in the past, I was like, you know, I'll just go to Ireland and like hop over there and get a working holiday visa there and just get a job there. But that's good to know that you're definitely going to have to like work. And I think definitely having like a college degree and some sort of degree will 100% like help with like landing jobs, especially in different
1: countries. Yeah, definitely
0: okay tell what well, okay before we get into backpacking did you do any like what trips did you do in that time where you were working because you were work were you working full-time and then you had your weekends to travel
1: yeah pretty much like with just working and then at the weekends like you we plan to go down to like Jervis Bay or go to like Melbourne for the weekend or Brisbane so yeah at that time and it was kind of just doing a lot around Sydney as well like you know there's so much to do and see like you could go to a different beach every weekend take a trip out to the blue mountains like to be honest like you on a Saturday be like which beach will we go to today and then just you have just this coast full of the most stunning beaches and sometimes I just like think about
0: Sydney oh yeah Bondi the Bondi to Coogee walk that is like my favorite thing and the
1: fact that that's just like a casual walk like if I go for a walk here I'm like oh I'm just surrounded by like houses and roads and stuff whereas like and Sydney, you're like, oh, I'm just going to go for a quick walk. And you're literally on the most stunning coastline in the world. It's just, it's crazy.
0: Yes, agreed. Okay, now we're on to backpacking. Did you plan your trip? Did you go through a tour company or did you just do it yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I did it through um, a company. I can't remember who. Well, I was just like, I just- wa- Was it Happy Travels? Happy Travels. Happy Travels. Yeah, that's always But to be fair, if it was any other country, I would be saying, no, just do it yourself because it's going to work out too expensive. Like you can look up the best places to go. Whereas in Australia, everyone was saying the opposite. They were like, no, you get better deals. They organize your whole itinerary. You know what, what activities you want to do and where you want to go. And then they just plan the whole thing for you, tell you how much it's going to cost. And you're like, if I planned all that myself, it definitely would have worked out way more expensive. It was so handy. So it, I just like went to them and was like, I have like four and a bit weeks and I want to do these activities. I want to, go to these places and then they were just like okay here you go have
0: fun I 100% loved happy travels I'm so happy I went through them just because that was like my first backpacking trip by myself and in general just my first backpacking trip I think now if I were to go back I would do it in a camper van
1: yeah because now we know it, right like we would go back and be like okay this is where I'm gonna go this is where I'm gonna stay these are about like whereas before it was so unknown that like you just I just wouldn't have had a clue and especially like doing it by yourself if you want to make all the friends and stuff you're not gonna be like hopping around in your camper van you want to be on like the buses with everybody and stuff so
0: if I was with somebody I would like do my camper van where did you start so you went from Sydney and then did you stop in Noosa yeah
1: I went to I flew from Sydney to, to Byron Bay and then got my bus pass started from there so I went to Noosa god we probably took the same route where else is there early beach that's why I,
0: I remember that trip like I remember the east coast like I did it freaking yesterday I remember I got there I had left I had like a weird crazy night in Noosa with these Canadians and then I like got on my I like, got on my butt it was weird but I like slept in their hostel with them and I was like why did you do that there was no reason to share a bed
1: I know you- I kind of had a freaky night in Noosa as well actually and it's such this like stunning like beach time and I was just like That was a weird experience. Yeah. Like everyone at my hostel was nice, but yeah, it was very weird.
0: Yeah, it was. It was like an interesting, it was like my first place. I was like still trying to like get this whole hostel backpacking thing down. I had too much shit. I packed way too much stuff. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. remember the size of your (laughs) back. When you packed that thing, I was like, how are you lifting that? I don't understand. Like it was like triple the size of my backpack. I was like, I didn't even know that they made backpacks that size because who could carry that like it's so big <laughs> but I'm gonna be
0: so much better in Asia I'm gonna be so much better in Asia I've learned my lesson it's just not worth it it was just not worth no, it no 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 stuff. no. I do not you don't
1: have wear stuff. half the stuff either
0: right I was like I did not need all these shoes I'm gonna give three sh- I'm gonna give myself three maybe four shoes like I was thinking tennis shoes sandals yeah like vans like a van type of shoe and then flip flops like I think I want my sandals to be like those are like my going out shoes like those are like dress up shoes and then just like regular chanclas so I think four shoes is gonna be my max
1: yeah that's all you need honestly anything else and you're fooling yourself Mm -hmm. I had shoes that remained at the bottom of the backpack and because they had been so untouched for like a month I think I still have to throw them away. Like, I was just like- Oh, Oh, I I threw shit away.
0: I literally went through my bag and started throwing things away. I threw swimsuits away. I threw, like, clothes away that I wasn't wearing. I was just like, why did you do this to yourself? Poor planning. That was poor planning on our part, or on my part. But in the gist of backpacking, like, what do you wish you would have like learned and knew before, like you went, like, like staying in hostels, not packing too much shit, like what you did bring that like you were so happy you did. If you remember, I know it's been like two years. Like you already
1: kind of touched on it. Just don't overpack. It's so unnecessary. Like just strip down the bare minimum. Like you're gonna wear. So one of the things I would say to be prepared for is just embrace feeling like shit, like looking shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to be like, I feel like when you're at home, you're like, oh, I'm going to wear this really cute outfit. I'm going to curl my hair and do my makeup. That all goes out the window when you land, especially in like Asia or even just Australia where it's like so hot and sticky, but you just have to embrace it. Like you're wearing the same jeans, you're wearing the same shorts and flip-flops and tops. The whole time yeah
0: look at the but... hot mess but it's so great because everybody is like everybody i remember literally expressing to you like how i felt like how i was like this is like the ugliest i've ever been like i've gained so much weight i look like shit but i'm having the best time like all in all like i'm just having
1: the most fun i've ever had and like who gives a shit? oh my god absolutely and you go to like in your hostel bathrooms that the whole floor is sharing and you just look at yourself and you're like jesus but like in a good way you're like oh it's fine it's fine I'm like it would look weirder if i was really dressed up
0: you know like, right like-, like if you like saw some girl like full-faced makeup like hair i am thinking though because i think i i really want to wear like my natural curly curly hair and I might just bring like a little tiny curling iron, like not a big ones, just like a little one to like fit yeah, yeah. just a little bit. But I don't want to bring anything big. Like I think I would literally just bring no. one little thing to like touch up. Like I hate these little like flyaways that just go boing and they just aren't cute. And so I do think that I might bring like just like a little tiny like straightener or a curler.
1: Yeah, I brought a straightener, and like I definitely like that. Just used it, so I didn't look as mental. Daggered. But like my hair would just like half an hour later, do its own thing anyway. So like, there's nothing I could do.
0: Yeah, and that's what I got to the point too, because my hair, my curls would just like poof out, and I think that's what I really need to focus on is what can I do with humidity and like so I don't look like a crazy person. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And like, what, what else would you need? Yeah, I guess just be smart, like my friend. Like that I went with was basically like a walking pharmacy. Like she had a little first aid kit, like plasters, like antiseptic creeds like antihistamines. Like just have a little kit with all that stuff in it. Because I went over there with none of it. And then like you do get bitten, you do get cut. Like you do, you know, just because you're like rough at it. So
0: I didn't even think about bringing any medical supplies.
1: Yeah, like just like stuff that like if you get bit by a weird insect, you're like, oh well, here's a cream like that you could just, you know, I don't know. Just be smart about your packing, people. You'll be fine. And do you you use packing cubes as well? They're essential.
0: I love my packing cubes, yeah. I have to like sit on them and then like zip them up (laughs) because like they get bigger. And so like to get them to the small side, I have to like suck it in and like hold it.
1: (laughs) I'm like, somebody help me so I can zip it in. But I love But you can actually fit way more when you use them because if you manage to get those closed and then get that into your backpack, you're like, okay, I actually have so much stuff.
0: Yes, I agree. Packing cubes are a must. So I think about like my traveling and my travels and I think of like how much that I've grown. How do you think like doing all of that and like traveling by yourself like has like helped you grow as like a person and like looking back now and like who you are today? Because I just feel like that trip and living out in Australia has so affected me and just like the person that I've become.
1: I think it just completely throws you out of your comfort zone which is so important like obviously if you are at home and you're living in your hometown and, and you you love it that's great but like for me anyway I was at home and I think I was just so aware that there was like so many there are so many places out there to see and so many things to do so I was just feeling restless and the literal urge to move away and I feel like I wouldn't rule out moving away again like I I would definitely love to live in other countries and there's like a whole lot more travel that I want to do but I feel like such a part of me has kind of been fulfilled in that life. I've moved, lived in different countries and like I've experienced a different way of living and adapted to that. And I've come back home now, just being like, that was amazing. But like, I'm happy to be here right now. Yeah, I just don't know where I would be or how I would feel confident in myself or be comfortable in who I am if I hadn't, you know, moved away like that and just pushed myself to the edge of being like, what am I doing? Like, this is scary. Obviously, you're going to go through times when you're like, I just want to be at home. Like you're so homesick. But yeah, I just think it's so much so important for your growth. Even look back any anyway, I even like I can look back at everything that I've done and be like, that's amazing. And I have so much time left as well to do so much more. I just think it's so fulfilling.
0: I 100 percent agree. I love that because I felt as if when I was moving out to Australia, I just like coming home, I think more or less when I was coming home, I was more scared to come home because I was doing all these crazy cool things. I was traveling. I was meeting all these people. And when I left home, like I was going to school, I just didn't have anything that was like really fill in my cup. And then I went to Australia and then I came home and then I like built my, like rebuilt my little life here back at home. And I think now I love my life at home, like job, my gym, like my friends, like things that I do at home. I'm like, I love my life at home, but I'm still, I'm still getting that little restless, like, okay, I'm ready to go, but I'm, I know then I'll be so happy to come back well, I'll always come back home. And I think that is like what I tell my mom and I tell my family. Like when I do, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Asia. Oh, I'm going to do all this like crazy stuff. Like I know that I'll come back home. And that is just always a thing. Like I always love coming home.
1: Yeah. And the thing for me is like when I first moved out to Australia, because at that time I was feeling restless and I was like, I don't know. I was just like, there's just more. I just feel like I have to go and see more when I left and went to Australia, like there was a time when like, when I was like, oh, do you think, we could you see yourself living away forever? And I was just like, yeah, maybe. Like, you know, I, I just couldn't see myself. At that time, I couldn't picture myself at home. And now if I were to go away again or travel or even move somewhere short term, I know that I would come back home. Like, you know, I know that I would eventually come back. And it's like, you could have both. You could go off and see the world and do whatever you want to do. But I guess it just puts different, things into perspective living in Sydney was incredible and I love it so much but since coming home I'm like okay but my whole family is like so close to me like all of my friends from childhood a lot of them are still here and like they're my oldest and closest friends and probably will be for the rest of my life so you know you just like value different things you don't have to live in like the most stunning place in the world but like I don't know home is home
0: when I was, I think I was like walking, like walking back up to the house and it was just like clear night, beautiful, stars were grazing. And I was like, this feels like home. And it was just like that moment where I just like, I had like an overwhelming feeling. I was like, I'm home. Yeah. I'm happy. Like, this is good. Like, I'm set right now. I'm jay chilling. Yeah. I think
1: that was like, when I got home, I was just like, I just have this really like safe feeling that I just don't think you get anywhere else when, until Unless you're actually at your home, you know?
0: No, I agree. Alrighty, do you have anything on your bucket list? I have
1: so many things on my bucket list. I'd love to do a few months around South America. Yes, let's do it. Yes, love that. Like, just for a few months. And again, just like get there and play it by your... Partly the best way to do it as well. And honestly, do more road tripping around North America. I've always wanted to do that. And then, God, I don't know, just loads of places. Like, more of Italy... I'd also love to go to like Tanzania. Ooh. I don't know. I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere.
0: People asked me that question, I was like everywhere, everywhere and anywhere. I wanna do van life. I think once I'm done doing all of my crazy international traveling, I wanna do the States and Canada in a van. And I'm just gonna take like, Six months to a year and hopefully Ty, me and Ty will still be together and he can help me build my van. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be amazing.
1: Do you follow um, this couple called It's Our Venturing Van on Instagram? I don't think you do. They're an Irish couple, so I doubt you would, but they literally did up a van and it's so amazing. And they're currently in Italy, road tripping around.
0: Oh my God. I didn't even think about bringing it over to like Europe
1: yeah so fun they're like traveling around Italy and Europe at the moment and who else is this other couple oh, I'll send it to you but they pretty much did the same thing I went traveling around North America and I was like that looks like the dream they like converted a school bus and just made it look like a freaking Airbnb it was so nice yeah
0: I would like do it up
1: absolutely and I would love to do van life around New Zealand oh my god like so incredible. New
0: Zealand is on my bucket list, but they're just not open. They're just not opening, which I told you, yet. Yeah, like I understand that, but that was yeah. my place. Before I decided Asia, I was like, I'm just gonna wait out New Zealand to see if they're open and just like take like a month or two in each islands so i'm hoping that i'll do this is like my light tentative plan for like 2022 but like knowing me my plans always change i'm gonna do asia in spring i'll come home in the summer and then i'll move out back to australia and just like a couple months there like i feel like because i've already been there i would like love to do it again because it was like so much fun and i loved it but I i would hang out there and then if new zealand's open i'm gonna do new zealand before i go home well Eve is there anything else that you want to add any advice or like favorite quote to live by because there's like a couple things that I say like I say like if you want what you want then why not have it that's what I love nice that is
1: to the point I love it I'm gonna think about that one yeah do I have any words of wisdom hmm oh something I think about I think I read it like a couple years ago and I was just like yes and I often think about it you know when you get caught up being like oh I should be doing this I should be doing that and like Comparing yourself to what other people are doing. I think it was like happiness is letting go of what you think your life is supposed to look like and loving it for everything that it is. And I was just like, that's beautiful.
0: That is great advice. But yeah, I think living in the moment, you just got to live in the moment and like appreciate your life now because people are so focused on like getting to the next thing and like reaching something that they don't even realize. They're in the good part right now. They're in a good part that, 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 that's gonna just fly
1: by them. Exactly, and the present and right now is the only thing that's actually real. Everything else is in your head. Like, like the past happened, the future hasn't happened. Like it's not real. The only thing that's real is you right here now. So enjoy it, enjoy it.
0: Damn, Miss Eofi Kirby spitting some wisdom at us love it I love it
1: Bye, Aofi get my voice Aofi Kirby
0: well Eve do you want um put your Instagram if you want so you know people can love your Insta as much as I love your Insta don't follow her if you're gonna give her hate because she'll just block you
1: <laughs> oh I will and I'm also I'm also on private so I'll have to suss you out if you follow me anybody out there if you look dodgy I'm not letting you in <laughs>
0: Eve, is there anything else that you, your, your words of wisdom were perfect. I love that. I am going to take that on with me.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's all I have to say. That's all you know right now.
0: That's another thing that I took from my non. I did a podcast with non just like about her because I have another idea. It's like kind of morbid, but so when I was doing this, I was like, you know what? I want to interview my non. Like one, it will be like a practice. I can practice interviewing yeah. her. I was like, well, what am I going to talk about with non? And I was like, I'm going to interview her life. Like I want to know everything about her life. So I have a little yeah. episode. It's like two hours long of my non's life and me asking her questions and me telling her everything. And she's, she's 90, she's I 90 years that. old. And so it's like the, not to think like that, but it's like, you know, like the time is coming and I just, I love that I will have this because like her memory will like never. And so oh God, I was like, yeah. I love this. And every person that I've told that I've done this, they've been like, I love that as well. And so I'm like, th- another thing that I'm like thinking about adding is like doing this for people. Like, I will come and like interview you if you want this for your family or if like you wanted one of your family. So that's like another little idea that I got going.
1: I think that's an amazing idea because you know, when like you meet someone's granny and then like you're like, hi, how are you? And then they start telling you a story. And then like your friend's mm-hmm. like, I've never heard that story. Like, I feel like, so much would come out of oh, it, and it would yeah. be such a special thing to have for I 100% for them. agree. I just, because yeah.
0: my pops, because I'm going to do one with my papa, too, and uh, he was just, like, well, who's going to even care? Who's going to want this? And I was, like, I want this, like, I will care, and just, like, how much I will love hearing that when she's gone, and how I'll share my little grandbabies, and, like, this is, this was my non and, like, that is her life. So, yeah, that's, like, another one. So, I got the travel neck pillow bobber. I got, I don't even know what to call, like,
1: Oh my God, it's getting out of hand, Lexi. But you can do it all. You have it in you, I believe in you.
0: Ah, Eve, thank you so much for coming on, Mom Fine. I love you.
1: Love you. You're an amazing host. Thank you, listeners. Thank you,
0: thank you. (laughs) Talk to you soon, Eve. Bye. Talk to you soon, bye. All right, guys, well, that's it for episode three. I had so much fun catching up with my girl, Aoife. She gave some great tips. She weighed, she knew way more about the world than I did, and I have learned a lot, and I have grown my bucket list. And if you've made it to this far, I truly, truly appreciate it, and I apologize for my audio. I didn't realize in Zoom, I have issues when I speak, and podcasting has made me realize that about myself even more and I mumble when I talk. I talk way too fast. My family literally calls it fucking Lexi language when they can't understand me, and so I'm trying to be better, so I'm really sorry about the audio when I talked over Efa because it just fucked it up in Zoom, and I did my best with my with my editing skills, but you know what? That's, that's all I got, and that's, that's all I can do is be better, so I'll be better. <laughs> okay, bye. See you guys on episode four.